Salam, salam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 15th of December, 2022. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Donations continue to pour into Tigray in the aftermath of the brutal two-year-long war. On Friday the 9th, the World Food Program, or WFP, revealed that vital aid, including UNICEF vaccines and food for malnourished babies and new mothers, reached Tigray with the help of the logistics cluster. UNICEF said that they sent more than a million vaccines to Tigray and are being currently distributed through the region. But international organizations aren't the only ones helping. The United Kingdom also sent more than 50 trucks carrying essential materials via the WFP. The UK's donations headed to the northwestern parts of the Afar region, where there were people forced to leave their homes. Speaking of essentials, last week we told you that essential service providers like Ethio Telecom and the electric utility company were fixing lines with the aim of restoring services. Ethio Telecom fixed hundreds of kilometers of fiber cables to get telecom services up and running. However, there's no internet and only voice calls are working, and in some parts that too is low quality. The company's PR officer, Messe Wupchet, said that the company is prioritizing the restart of voice calls and will consider fixing the internet when electric power supply becomes reliable. Even though conflict has ceased, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security revealed on Monday the 12th that it will allow Ethiopians who arrived in the U.S. before October 2022 to stay, regardless of the reason they went there. Ethiopians will be allowed to stay there for 18 months and will get a temporary residence permit. Now, it's predicted that almost 30,000 Ethiopians will benefit from this decision. The Secretary of the Homeland Security Department, Alejandro Mayorkas, said that the department made this decision because it understands the present situation in Ethiopia. On that note about the U.S., the leaders of 49 African nations are in America for the second edition of the U.S.-Africa Leaders Summit. Ethiopia's Prime Minister, Abiy Ahmed, is also part of the leaders that went to the U.S. The summit began on Tuesday the 13th and is set to end by Friday the 16th. The summit focuses on climate change, good governance, food security, world health, trade, and investment. Back in Ethiopia's capital, The Addis Ababa city administration announced on Friday the 9th that it has banned the transfer of ownership of all movable properties. The administration also said that it put the ban in place to combat illegality. There's a brand new peace agreement with a rebel group, and this one is to the country's west. The Benishangul Gumus Freedom Movement signed a peace agreement with the Benishangul Gumus regional government on Sunday the 11th. The agreement was signed in Sudan's capital, Khartoum. According to the agreement, the group will disarm its members and they will be reintegrated in the civil community. Ethiopia is a federal state with 11 regions, and the regions are divided along ethnic lines, where many claim that this is a problem for the seemingly never-ending conflict. Addis Ababa's situation, on the other hand, is a bit more complicated. It's an independent city administration outside of the rule of other regions, but it's surrounded by the Oromia region. Now, some claim that the capital is part of the Oromo region. Uh, this controversy has given birth to another one. This past week, news surfaced that some public schools in the capital are making students stand through the flag hoisting ceremony and sing the anthem of the Oromia region.
Now, this has led a lot of people thinking and asking, because Addis is a neutral city, why are students being pushed to sing a region's anthem? Is this a plan to assert ethnic superiority? And many are even more concerned about the consequences. The city's mayor, Adanika Bebe, came forward and talked about the situation. She said that the anthem was sung and flags were hoisted in a few schools for the past five years, even before the current government took power. She added that the Oromo culture isn't enjoying special treatment. A few other languages, anthems, and flags are also being incorporated into the ceremony. The mayor said that this incident has been particularly controversial because people on social media are using the occasion to spread fake news. Now, moving on. The Waleta Times, a private media company that focuses on zonal matters regarding Waleta, a zone in the southern region, revealed on Saturday the 10th that it has ceased operations indefinitely because of government pressure. Now, the founder of the company, Nasnil Gekko, said that even though his company has obtained a license from the media authority, the government has been threatening him and other journalists of the company. Nasnil was arrested on the 28th of November and held at the Waleta City Police Station, suspected of spreading false and hateful information. Now, he was released last week on bail. Next up, the National Bank has urged the public to be wary of individuals claiming they'll buy the one burr coin for around 2,000 burr, or 40 U.S. dollars. Uh, the National Bank told State Television that these individuals are spreading the word via social media. The bank said that these requests slash advertisements are a scam. The Addis Ababa police said that these promotions are illegal and warned individuals sending out these requests to refrain from these acts. Now, on that note, about the Addis Ababa police, on Saturday the 10th, it said that it had found more than 200 rear-view mirrors of vehicles hidden in a hole. The police has identified two suspects. The police have also confirmed that the mirrors were stolen. Car owners who have had their rear-view mirrors stolen can head to the Addis City sub-city police station prove that they've had their property stolen, and take their mirrors back. Now, in other news, the Ministry of Education announced a few months back that it had planned on administering exit exams to all university students. Now, previously, only law and medical students were taking this exam. The Higher Education Academics Affair Executive Dr. Eba Majena revealed on Friday the 9th that the ministry has decided to administer the exit exams in June next year. The ministry predicts that about 200,000 students from both private and public universities will sit for the exam. The ministry has also recently said the students will take the test online. Now, speaking of ministries, the Ministry of Trade and Regional Integration revealed that the Chinese government has decided to make products imported from Ethiopia duty-free. Now, With this decision, China will allow the tax-free entry of more than 1,500 products, ranging from meat products, fruits, and cereals, to garment and furniture. The ministry added that China's decision was one-sided and does not levy an obligation on Ethiopia. Now, in tragic news, beloved actor Tariq Uberhanu, nicknamed Baba, passed away on Sunday the 11th. Tariq worked on about 40 movies throughout a short-lived but stellar career. His funeral was held on Monday the 12th at the Grand Holy Trinity Cathedral after a tribute at the National Museum was held in the presence of his friends, family, government officials, and celebrities. Tariku apparently was not only a great actor, but also a wholesome individual. The National Eye Bank revealed that Tariku had pledged to donate his eyes in the event of his passing away. And to close the edition, the 2022 FIFA World Cup held in Qatar 
is nearing its end, with Argentina facing off France in the final, which will be played on Sunday the 18th. Now, if you're not the type to watch an exciting game like this at home, you can head to the Millennium Hall to watch the game on a large projector with a lot of people, with food and drinks as well. And that's it for this week. Christmas is around the corner, so what's your favorite Christmas tradition in Ethiopia? It can be official, unofficial, regional, national, personal, or communal. Now let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com or Ethiopia at Rorschach.com. Ciao.